Reading from the book of Ephesians, the first chapter, beginning at the 18th verse. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. For above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also that which is to come, and had put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all and in all. And from the book of Colossians, the first chapter, beginning at the 16th verse. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell, and having made peace through his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say whether they be things in earth and things in heaven. And from the second chapter and the um, ninth verse, for you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Well, I thank God for this privilege. Um, Brother Floyd handed me the Bible, and you know how brother, tactful Brother Floyd is. And he says, uh, we're going to have two preachers today. And I think he wanted to say, don't preach too long, because he just said, he started something, say something like that. And then he said, just let the Spirit have us right away. And also, I noticed in this beautiful building here, you all have really built a beautiful building. But one thing I noticed back, you took your $10 clock and stuck it back there so the preacher can't see it out of the way. So I guess the best thing to do is just go ahead and preach anyhow. Preach the word of the Lord. Well, it's good to be here on this Sunday morning and thank the Lord for this wonderful privilege of being here. Well, we got something to talk about very important to all of us. It's your soul. It's your life. It's how you live. How you enjoy life. How you enjoy the fellowship so that you might have eternal life. If we think of all that Jesus had done, the time would fail us to talk about all the good things. But if the Lord willing, I would just like to bring a few things. I have one little problem a lot of times. My mouth gets dry, but I'll try to overcome that a little bit. When I think of, think of what he has done for us, if Jesus had never come, we would never have eternal life. If Jesus would never come, we would never have a church. If Jesus had come, we would never have a resurrection. If Jesus... Hadn't it come, we would never have a baptism of the Holy Spirit. If Jesus hadn't come, we would never have the communion of the Holy Spirit through the Word. 
If Jesus hadn't come, we wouldn't have had the Word made flesh and dwelt among us. And if Jesus hadn't come, we wouldn't have had this wonderful spirit, this wonderful gift of sanctification. morning what the Lord delivered to me about five o'clock this morning and not only this morning but many many mornings through these 20,440 days that I've been sanctified <laughs> hallelujah you don't mind I just feel like saying thank the Lord for Jesus yes wonderful wonderful privilege to stand before you this morning and to tell you the sweet gospel story again 
I know that I'm not going to be able to do it in one talk, one testimony, because I haven't done it in 20,440 days. But you know what? I'm going to do it throughout the ceaseless ages of eternity. I've just prepared to go to eternity where there will be no end be forever and ever. may not know how to explain eternity, but all I can say is, according to what I read in the scriptures, it is forever and ever. If Jesus had not come, we would not have, behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. John would not have been able to say that if Jesus would have not come. Neither would he have fulfilled what John the Revelator saw on the Isle of Patmos. By the way, he was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. That's in the, that's in the first chapter, the 10th verse. I think you'll find it in the 17th chapter, about the 3rd verse. And I know the 21st chapter, you'll find it in the 10th verse. Then John was in the Spirit. And that's where men and women need to get into. Get into the Spirit on the Lord's Day, whether it's Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, all through this week. All through the week, you can be in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. And John said there that he's seen the Lamb as the Lamb slain before the foundation of the world. And if Jesus had not had come, that prophecy, that talk that John the Revelator saw could not have been put in the Bible. But when Jesus came, he was the Lamb of God that took away the sin of the world. And he was in such a spirit in the 14th chapter that he saw the Lamb high lifted up on the mountain. Oh, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. And if he had not come, those that were looking for him, and it says, who are these? These are they that are arrayed in fine linen and have their robes washed in the blood of the Lamb. Jesus came to shed his blood that we might be washed in the blood of the Lamb. If he hadn't have come, we wouldn't have had that. But praise God, he came as the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. If Jesus hadn't have come, we would never have had a resurrection. We would never have had a resurrection. Oh, there were some resurrections through the Bible when they were burying that man and then into Elijah's grave. When he touched that grave, he came up. Jesus raised the daughter of Jairus as he walked alone. He raised Lazarus, but they had all to die again. But Jesus came. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. He come to bring life and immortality to light through the gospel that men and women could be raised from the corruption that is in the world until a life of righteousness. Hallelujah. I'm feeling good. I thank the Lord for it this morning. If you want to say hallelujah, praise the Lord. And from that wonderful experience, John saw all of these things, John the Revelator. And if Jesus had not come, we would not have had the 12 apostles. The 12 tribes of Israel had come. They had established it temporally, but they needed something to come to establish it spiritually. And without the 12 apostles, we would never have the beautiful scripture in the New Testament because God sent them out with it to preach to the Jews, to the Gentile, to every nation under heaven that they could get hold of the Spirit of God and feel the burning of the Holy Spirit and be sanctified and live holy and go home to heaven. 
and neither would we could John say I saw the four and twenty elders standing on the right hand of God the twelve the twelve tribes of Israel represented the twelve gates but the twelve apostles were the twelve the twelve were the foundation of the temple and John and Paul himself said and ye are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets and Jesus Christ the chief cornerstone the stone that was going to come down that Daniel saw that was cut out of a mountain not made with hand was going to destroy every kingdom put all Babylon aside and bring the kingdom of God and set up the king of kings and the lord of lords if you don't mind I feel like saying hallelujah praise the lord Jesus is here today that's right the builders rejected and can become the head of the corner thank the lord for it what about sanctification? Would you have had it if Jesus hadn't come? No. You would not have had sanctification. Jesus said himself in the 14th chapter of St. John, I sanctify myself that you also might be sanctified through the truth. And for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. John, and, in, and in John, the third chapter, the 16th verse, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have what? Have everlasting life. God sent his Son into the world. First, the first Adam disobeyed God. He was separated from him. By, and by that death, sin entered into the world. But the second man, Adam, which was from heaven, which is Jesus Christ, he was made a quickening spirit. You can read the 15th chapter of 1 Corinthians, and it will straighten you up on the resurrection. Because he's going to be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and they shall be changed. Brother, and sisters, God is still in the resurrection business uh, through the gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, and so therefore he sent him into the world that he might be a complete sacrifice, a holy sacrifice, a pure sacrifice for the sins and for the SI in the sin of the whole world. Uh, praise God for that. Uh, woo, I pray it's something wonderful. If you can get in a better place with God, feeding you with the word of God, I don't know where you can get uh, because he feeds you through that Holy Spirit. The interpretation is not of any private interpretation, but holy men speak as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. If you get a hold of the interpretation of this Bible, it will be through the Holy Ghost. Only way. Not by letter. The letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. The world by wisdom knew not God. Look at the colleges. Look at the study. Look at the books that is done trying to interpret this word of God when it's hid from the wise and prudent and revealed to babes in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. I've got so many things here to bring up. I'm going to try to not take your time here. But I got it going and I'll keep on going just a little bit here. <laughs> That's what Uncle Joe said. Uncle Joe Lynch, when you were preaching, you say, preach it. And when he said you preach long enough, you better stop. So that's what we got to learn. Well, one of the great secrets, getting back to the resurrection, I love it. I love it. I spent a lot of time these 20,440 days reading the Word. 
And I think I've read it every day during them days for all that time. Not that any knowledge my own, but I tell you, I tell you, I joined the Apostle Paul. I neither received a man, neither was I taught it my man, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ from the dead. Now, I may not have been three years trying to search it out, but immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood, but I went to the source, and he said he'll teach you as no man need teach him. Brothers and sisters and friends and loved ones, God so fixed it through his son Jesus that he wanted you, you, every individual could feel the word of God, the spirit of God for yourself. You didn't need a preacher to preach it to you. You need him to direct it to you and give you the understanding of the holy word of God. Well, we're here today because we're, we're elected. We've been elected. He says, I, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth and show you... Show his praises to Mama Crooked and a perverse generation. Now, I want to say sometimes, if I'm quoting, I don't mean to miss the word or two, but some, little, sometimes you do that a little bit long when you're quoting the scripture. But I got it inside here. <laughs> I'm calling on the memory of God. I'll tell you, this is the greatest computer that you ever had in your life. When you get into the word of God and he put your mind and your heart to this, you'll have some blessings, you'll have some substantial ability, you'll know where you stand, you'll know where you're going, you know what you got and you can stand on it. But you know, God had an elect, he had elect few. He had election if all the way through. He said in the, uh, let's see, the 24th chapter of St. Matthew, I'm going to read you the 24th chapter of St. Matthew, a verse or two here, and 31st verse. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to another. Now, I know that I can't take time in all this to talk about all of these things, but I'm just going to highlight this for you. And so God has, and he says there over in, 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 a, in another verse over here, that those days should, that those, except those days should be shortened, there, there should be no flesh saved, but the, for, for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. So God had an election. He had a people elected. If you want to read some of them, you can read them in the 11th chapter of Hebrews. They were elected. They were, they were God's chosen people. And not only them, why you could go on over to the 144,000, then he had another number that no man can number, but they, they all died in faith, waiting for a better resurrection. And who held that resurrection? Jesus Christ, the Son of God, held the resurrection. He was the first, he was the first that come out of the grave, that in all, in all things he might have the preeminence. And so all, now I'm going to tell you how that works. Just in the light, just a minute. Now learn a parable of fig tree. When this, when this branch is yet tender and put it forth leaves, you know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when you shall see these things, you know that it is near even at your doors. Verily, verily, I say unto you that this generation shall not pass till all be fulfilled. So Jesus came to fulfill together together 
to have one shepherd and one fold, one sheepfold, to bring it all together through all the ages. From the beginning of creation up to Jesus, he brought it all into one and said, I am the good shepherd. I am the the way, I'm the truth, and I'm the light, and I'm going to bring you into one fold. He brought it all together, and John saw that when he saw those that were under that altar waiting for that so that they could give them the white robe, and he brought forth the resurrection, and and that resurrection explains the 24th chapter of St. Matthew, explains the Thessalonians, explains it all, it puts it together, and today the resurrection is present if you will accept it. That's just as bad a plane I know how to make it in a short few words. And I don't have time to go all through all those things in, and I would love to. But another thing he brought to us, he brought to us the communion of the Holy Ghost. Brought to us the communion of the Holy Ghost. You don't need them little two holes in back of that seat over there to put anything to. You don't need that. But what you need, you need the Spirit of God in your heart. You net and and when you feed on the Word of God and feel that Holy Spirit in your heart and life, this is the communion. Except you eat the flesh of the Son of God and drink His blood, you have no life in you. How are you going to do it? You're going to do it through the Spirit of God. Now, if, if you take the communion as a temporal ordinance and you take baptism as a temporal ordinance and you would take feet washing at a temporal ordinance, how are you going to take the new birth? How are you going to take the new birth? That can't be temporal, can it? So what, what is it then? It's a spiritual birth. So therefore, when you get that spiritual birth, it brings you into the spiritual communion, brings you into the spiritual baptism, brings you into the unity of Christ. He explains it all in his heart. Well, I thank the Lord. I, uh, when I was... Uh, I have a habit of writing down a lot of things so I don't forget them. When I was uh, reading this morning, I started writing down. I want you, I'm going to leave this list with you, if you don't mind. If he had not come, we would never have been able to become the Son of God. That's right. We would not have been redeemed. That's true. We would have no eternal life. No. We'd have no sanctification. Right. We'd have no resurrection. We'd have no immortality. We'd have no keys to heaven. Right. We'd have no comforter. We'd have no way, the truth, and the light. This is just the little things I wrote down earlier this morning. I would love to talk on them, but since, since I can't, I, and I, I, my mind couldn't hold it, but I do thank you for this time. I've been these 20,440 days preaching this same thing. I haven't changed a bit. I haven't seen any difference in interpretation of the Scripture. I don't need no great book to cause me to understand Revelation. Because I got it through Amen. Christ. Yeah. I understand what John the Revelator saw because he was spirit in, in the Spirit on the Lord's day. So I decided to get in the same place he did. Get in the Spirit on the Lord's day. And I saw right on through that. And it's no mystery. It's not complicated. It's not going to, all these great things that people talk about is going to happen. It's already happened. I met a, I met a well-known preacher in, uh, in Columbia one day, and, he's, and this was uh, about the time of the Gulf War uh, starting, and he said, Brother Collins, he says, uh, you see, we're getting ready for the Battle of Armageddon. He said, they're gathering over there, and, uh, and the time is just about ready. This is going all going together. You see how they're bringing all these things together? I said, well, Brother Anderson, 
Well, I expect you said the same thing in 1967 when the war was uh, right. with Israel, yes. when that was a little more dangerous then. And I said, you said the same thing. I said, but let me give you my interpretation. The battle of Armageddon has already been fought. It is done. Yeah. It is done. Hallelujah. Far on Calvary. Can we stand on that? Already been fought. Already complete. Here for every man, woman, boy, or child that wants to get a hold of it. Praise the Lord today. Hallelujah for Jesus.